All right, everybody, look who we have in the building. It is Bucks linebacker Devin White after the fresh 20 to 10 victory over the New Orleans Saints. What's up, Devin? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Oh, are you awake? I mean, you still got the frog in your voice? Well, what's going on with that? Are you just trying to sound sound like Teddy Pendergrass? No, I'm up. I'm up. I'm you up. up? Oh, yeah. Definitely we have been get... up for a while. Hey, and go ahead and say hello to Morris Chestnut in the what's building. What's good, Devin? How you doing, man? You. What's up, Thank Morris? You. I'm good, man. Thanks for joining the show, man. Thanks for joining the show. Yes. Well, we want to get right to it. I mean, listen, you guys have already started off two and nothing. And let me make sure I properly let y'all know what uh, Mr. Devin White is doing. He is leading the team in tackles and sacks already. We know what time it is in terms of you leading this Todd Bowles defense. has done an excellent job leading y'all, especially as, as far as going up against the run and all that, and we'll get into that. But go ahead and just give us your first impressions because you had quite a lot to say as far as um, getting this victory against your division rivals. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a team going in that we know we had to prepare extra for. A team mm -hmm. that had our has had our car, had our number every time since I've been in the NFL. You know, going on four years now. So, man, it was just extra motivation to go down there and get a win in a hostile environment. Yeah, now, I mean, some, go ahead, go ahead, Morris. Now, now people were making some. Uh, they're saying that you made some 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 comments after the game uh, regarding <laughs> regarding uh, Jameis Winston, who used to be a was he a former teammate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> <laughs> what you, did, did you realize that, that what you were saying was going to have this uh, this type of effect across the league and across the the media? I didn't realize it, uh, you know, uh, transpire how it did, but I knew I was speaking facts. And Woo! the thing about me, you know, I'm gonna give you the real. And you know, he was my teammate. He a great friend of mine. But if I feel like you know, uh, he's a guy that I know will turn the ball over because he's a big play quarterback. You know, I didn't get right. the harp on why I said it and, you know, kind of right. how I meant it. But, man, he's a big play quarterback, so he either can hit the home run or miss on the home run. So it's like a 50-50 chance. And I knew once we got a lead, he'll be trying to hit home runs to, you know, put his team back in the game. And, right. you know, that's all I meant by, you know, it wasn't no harsh. You know, at the end of the day, I still think he's an ultimate competitor. He's a gunslinger, and he got a will to win, you know, just from his college days. You know, to watching him in the NFL, he always going to try to be the best version of, of himself. And, you know, the sky's the limit for him. But never was taking no shot as like, oh, he's not a great player. It was just, I know what type of player he is. That's just like myself. My flaw was, a hey, he want to rush. He want to get sacks a lot. You know, so if somebody was to come out and say, oh, I know we could get Devin when he in man-to-man, you know, just block, like make the running back block and then release him, Devin going to blitz. That was my old flaw. And I'll be, you know, cool with somebody saying that. But I went back to the drawing board and I fixed that. So now it's not a problem here in uh, 2022. Well, listen, right. I first of all, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being competitive, you know, going ahead and say some insight that you have. And and, and I, I'll get into my experience with that as a D1 athlete myself, Morris, you know, oh my you God. know, running track to the Tar Heels. Hey, Devin, do they have, they have, they have Batman? <laughs> is, is basket weaving in a sport in college? Nah, I ain't no, I think so. Devin, I ran track. I understand what it's like to be oh in lane four, gosh. turn over to lane five and whoop at the person next to you. Not because it's disrespect, but you just, you know, letting them know what time yeah. it is, what's about to happen. But I, I don't but, think intramurals what? don't count. Uh, first of all, what'd you say? 
Intramural track don't count. Intramural track, I don't think so. <laughs> with the with the ACC Carolina, but I do, I do want to inform people what you did say, and then and I, and I appreciate the the cleanup that you're you're giving right now. He said, "quote I mean, when Jameis left our team, everybody know what he did last year, and we feel like we had a great defense then. And you know, he threw thirty picks. You know, we just knew he would give us the ball. We knew the running backs, you know, would cough it up. You know, that's something we came in talking about. We want thirty turnovers as a ball club ourselves." So it was just another game to attack the ball. And I know you're referring to, and Jameis uh, was the quarterback of the team in 2019, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But to Jameis's defense, before he got hurt last year, the team was 5-2, and two, okay, and he had 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. So, I mean, under Sean Payton, uh, Devin White, he was cleaning up some, right? Yeah, I don't think he was taking too many deep, you know, shots. You know, I think mm. uh, if you go back and watch Drew Brees, you know, he was, a uh, you know, throw the slant, throw the quick hits, throw the quick out guy, get the ball out of his hand, throw it to Alvin Kamara in space. And you don't have opportunity to catch picks because the ball is not being pushed down the field very fast. And mm -hmm. I think um, that was the thing with Sean Payton, you know, but obviously Sean Payton not there no more. So it, things kind of changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. in, which I think, in which I think is I'm glad you had an opportunity to, to, to elaborate on what you're saying because it, it makes complete sense. You know, Jameis, is a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a quarterback that likes to go for the big run. He likes to go for the big score. You know, he throws the ball down the field. And, you know, the further you throw the ball down the field, the better chance you have of it getting picked off. So I, say, I understand exactly what you're saying. But let me ask you this. Did you guys expect the dogfight. I mean, the Saints has kind of been your nemesis within your division for a minute now, right? Did you guys expect that dogfight? Oh, uh, man, we always going in there knowing there's going to be a game of, like, who give up the first big play first. You know, whoever really give up that first big play when you're going back and forth, you know, kind of stoning them on each side, you know, allowing them just three points, whoever give up that first big play, we know mm. that's going to be the team that's going to probably lose the ball game, and they gave it up, and we didn't give it up, so we kind of knew what it was uh, at that moment, but we knew it was going to be a fourth quarter fight. You know, Ty Bulls came in the game, said we done took a lot of their punches in the past. Now mm. we got to start swinging back. So it was just that type of mentality going into the game. And, and speaking of swinging back, let's talk about it because obviously, and and, and, I, and I do think people mistakenly were calling it a brawl, and, and me included, I tweeted it that way just because I, I, I was at the game in Baltimore and I saw people calling. I didn't see the video, so I actually need to correct that on Twitter. It was not a brawl. But tell me, you know, what your thoughts were of how things just kind of evolved, obviously with, you know, um, Tom uh, Brady and Leonard Fournette talking to uh, Lattimore. Mike Evans comes in, shoves him down, and then we hear the news that Mike Evans, your reaction to that, suspended for a game just because of the repeat offender notion of having got into it five years before. Yeah, I mean, like when you're in a game of such magnitude of people who just constantly going at it and you're not, you're not having your way in the game on either side, like, I feel like a lot of emotions are flaring. You know, you don't get certain calls or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it was a lot of chirping going on. But I think one thing about Mike Evans, he's going to defend his brother. Mm. Like, it don't, like, that's mm -hmm. the guy you want to go to war with. Like, he's going to always have your back. And I respect a guy like that. Like, you can't even be mad at him for having his quarterback back. And, you know, you know the way he handled it, maybe he could have handled it better. Who knows? Who knows how he was feeling? Who knows where his emotions was at the time? You know, I, he felt like he did what was best for him. And, you know, just as a teammate, I got to support my guy. You know, I ain't going to go to the media and say he was oh, wrong. Or mm -hmm. I'm always going to ride with my guy. So, at the end of the day, man, I'm on his side, however he feel. You know, he's a man. He's going to take his suspension like a man, whatever the case may be. So Or a woman. I mean, every, 
Well, you know, we talking about a man's foot right now. He gonna take it like a man, you know. Yeah. And, you know, he gonna come back. He gonna come back even better, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, he's a uh, a key role in what we do in this organization. And man, he's a great guy. So I mean, I respect him uh, standing up for his brother. So now, so now, tell me this. Tell me a little bit about this. So right now, I mean, you're a beast, man. You run a four four. You're all over the field, getting sacks and doing everything. And you, you know, you guys won the Super Bowl. Last year, I, I'm, I'm sure it left a, a bad taste in your mouth that, you know, uh, you guys, you know, you didn't advance to the Super Bowl last year. But is that is, do you guys, are you guys back as hungry as you were two seasons ago? Do you, you know, do you, how are you now where people are talking about, you know, the Rams or the Vikings or maybe even the Eagles after last night? What do you do? You guys feel like you're being disrespected, overlooked? What are your thoughts? Um, I say we is just as hungry as when we won it. You know, last year. You know, on the course to go win it again, we had so many injuries at key, at key, um, at key roles on the team. You know, so many mm-hmm. people was getting hurt that we really, really needed. You know, as far as defense, we didn't play with our full defense on the field until the playoffs. So just imagine how out of sync we were in. You know, in offense, obviously we had the AB controversy. Uh, right. Chris Godwin got hurt. Uh, Grunt right. was hurt. Everybody was banged up, and obviously in this league, it's a uh, availability lead, you know, whoever right. is available at the end, right. they have a greatest shot at winning it all. So when when we lost, we lost to the Rams by three points. Right. Bro, and they was a team to go on to win it all. So <laughs> we were still right in the thick of it. So we was always competitive with a lesser team than we went into the season with. And this year right now, if you go watch the Saints game, we didn't have Chris Godwin. We didn't have Julio Jones. We didn't have our left tackle. Leonard Fournette playing with a bad uh, hamstring. Russell Gage playing with a bad hamstring. Like, we still not up to part. But this year, we trying to hold it down on the defense. We trying to just make our defense be so good where if the offense having problems, we can carry it. So I think that's the different mindset that we got going into this season that we always had. Usually we was like, we got a lot of star power. They're going to hold it down, get Brady the ball. He's going to do what he got to do. Now it's like, don't let nobody else score. And we get three points, seven points, 10 points, we can win the game. So it's just got to go out there and dominate. Kind of like a a Baltimore Ravens defense is go out there and dominate, right? Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, just to speak of your defense, and I do want to go back to something because uh, before Todd Bowles got there, you guys ranked 24th against the run, uh, allowing 123 point. Now, now you guys are number one against the run, allowing 82.7. I I was in college. Yes, 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 yes. They, they, they. I I meant you guys, as in the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks. That's right. That's right. That's right. The point is, I'm giving y'all y'all's props. You know, being Levante, David, Devin White in the building. 19 tackles, three sacks. But really quick, I got to go back to this real real quick because I want to get your opinion on this. I was talking about this on Twitter, you know, especially when you're talking about the whole Mike Evans situation with the one-game suspension. When you look at what happened in the joint practice between the Bengals uh, and the Rams and the whole thing with Aaron Donald and the two helmets in the league saying it's, it's been like this. It is the rule that they do not inga- get involved with discipline when things happen at uh, when things happen in practice versus, you know, what happened in y'all's game. You know, it, 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 it's a shove. Now, obviously, you know, he, he walked away, came back. It's, it's a shove. But how do you think about that? you know, uh, separation there with the uh, focus on player safety, disciplining that league versus the team doing it versus when it comes to practice versus a game. Yeah, man, I feel like it's all in that same nature. Like, mm. you got to protect – if you're going to protect them at practice, protect them in the game. You're going to protect them in the game, protect them in practice, especially when you know they're going against uh, other ball clubs, you know, not even their own people. 
So just far as Mike Evans, you know, he didn't throw a punch. You know, mm. if he he shoved them pretty hard, but at the end of the day, man, I think you know, uh, suspending him is unnecessary. You know, but who am I? I can't overturn none. But you know, I think it's very unnecessary. He didn't get into a just a fist fight brawl or whatever. Um, so man, I push guys on the field all the time after plays. You know, during plays, pushing them out of bounds, trying to tackle them. So if that's the case, man, I think I don't think it's fair. But you know, at the end of the day. I would have say just find them because, you know, the NFL wants your money anyway. So find them and let them play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and really quickly, too, just to ask you, obviously, one thing people have been talking about, you're on the defensive side, but offensive side with Tom Brady, you know, coming in and leading you all as a general. You guys are 2-0, and um, obviously won the Super Bowl uh, contenders last year as well. But, you know, I want you to really just quickly talk about as an athlete, balancing personal and professional when you people sometimes forget you guys are athletes when you're playing out there Sunday, Thursdays or Mondays or what have you, but just talk about the challenge of that, even for yourself personally and how you feel overall as a leader, um, Tom Brady is done as a, as a general of this team handling that himself. Oh, I just say, man, you know, him being one of the biggest icons in sports, but him coming into the locker room and being a great teammate, a people's person, somebody that you can, you know, reach out to, if you watch him, you mm. know, the way he come to work and the way he prepares himself, he's all about the team. If you mm. watch out the, uh, after a victory, he can have a great game. He always posts all his teammates, you know, all their mm. good plays during the game. And that just lets mm. you know, like, it's never by self. So, man, just seeing him lead by example in that way, I think I think it's a huge, you know, uh, test, you know, for guys like myself, younger guys, just watching him give glory to the people around him because he know he don't make it work by himself. So I think I think that's really huge on how he do that. When you say he posted, where does he post it? On his Instagram. You go look oh, on his Instagram okay. about the games. He okay. always posts like so like he'll post like, oh, the defense was hungry. Like he'll post like sacks or picks or whatever. It ain't never just about himself after yeah, a victory. That's a true leader. Oh, and last and last question. Well, you guys got the Green Bay Packers coming up next. Aaron Rodgers mm. <laughs> coming into town. We can't let you leave without talking about Eric. They started off a little rocky last year after your Jameis Winston Saints beat them week one of last year. Now they're coming into town. They feel like they've uh, tweaked some things. They got it going a little bit. Sands, Devontae Adams working with, you know, the new uh, weapons right now. I know you haven't got into your installation yet, but you are familiar with Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Um, I think he's a... Uh a great quarterback, a great competitor. You know, uh, I think um, losing Devontae Adams really hurts their scheme. You know, offensively, Mm. I think now they're going to be a little more um, run heavy on the two backs they got. They got two good backs in um, Dylan and Jones. So I feel like it's a game where I got to come alive. I got to go, you know, meet force with force and try to uh, stop those guys from making big plays. And it's a good game. It's a good test, you know. Obviously, for myself and Levante David, we get to go go against a great uh, running style. You know, last week, I think them boys ran for – they probably had over 200 yards of the offense last week. So, I mean, that's what I like to see. You know, when I turn on the clip, like, hey, them boys running the ball, I'm finna get some action. You know, some games (laughs) can get boring when you got Uh Peter Vell and Akeem Hicks and Nacho sitting in front of me. Games can Uh get boring, but not this one. I think they're going to stay true to who they are, and they're going to try to uh, get those guys going early. 
Well, so it's safe to say it's safe to say you're gonna lead the league in tackles and lead the team in tackles next week too. Right? You gotta, you, yeah, you I'm, definitely hard gonna lead, I'm definitely gonna lead the team in tackles this week. But <laughs> hey, hopefully, hey. I get a lot of tackles for losses this game. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. But, but Morris, I did want you to see who, who's on your t-shirt right now. I'm sorry, who's on your t-shirt, Devin? Can you can you lean back a little bit? Who's That's that? Michael Jordan. Oh, Straight okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that, that would be for the Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, is that what that is? Goodness. I just want to I just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. Listen, Devin, we appreciate you coming into the crew. Hey, listen, and Devin, before you leave, I want you to go ahead and say you are watching the crew crib. This is Devin White. You are watching the crew crib, and this is Devin White. Oh, we appreciate you. Thank you for hopping on. All right, I'll see you week four when you play against the Chiefs. Have a good one. All right, bye.